three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Thank you so much for listening. We are the Real Pineapple. This is Hunter here. <laughs> Hope you're having a great start to your week. Happy Tuesday. So, um, I'm not going to spend too much time on this review. But, uh, uh, by the way, uh, if you have listened to our White Boy Rook review, uh, I apologize for that. Uh, because my I got a two-filling, and I apologize in part for this review too. I uh, got a two-filling recently, and uh, still very sore. If I, so, if I sound like... Uh, like a cartoon uh, 80s villain uh, <laughs> while I'm talking. I, I apologize in advance. It's just uh, it's hurting me a little bit today. But I wanted to get this up because, uh, for you guys because, you know, we love you guys. But uh, we're talking about a movie here today that I remember I saw the trailer for. I went, that that could be interesting. And it is the total opposite uh, of, of White Boy Rick for me. I, have to, I think Disobedience is just one of the best films of this year. <coughs> Pardon me. And it's on the Amazon Prime. So you have no reason to not watch it. It, it is just a genuine masterclass in how you build tension very slowly and deliberately. But while you take on a real world subject and give it gravitas and give it weight. And this is something that you could easily break down and write an essay, multiple essays about. Um, so for those of you who don't know, I grew up, uh, I grew up in, uh, Pismo Beach, California, and I went to church there for years until I was 21, 22 and moved out to Austin, Texas. So this movie hit me pretty hard because I, the movie does really question your, not your allegiance, but not just your allegiance, but really how you feel about organized religion in general. So it stars one of my favorite actresses and one of my if she keeps doing stuff like this soon to be favorite actresses uh rachel weiss has always been someone who i thought is just so incredibly talented i don't think she acts she doesn't act very often anymore because i mean when you're mrs daniel craig you don't have to but what i've always loved about her is that she's very picky on what she chooses she doesn't just do stuff for the sake of doing it she's She's very deliberate in her roles, and she wants them to mean something. And I think she really took um, care in the sense of picking this role because she really wanted to portray a woman who was not just broken because of uh, losing her father, but because of a community that flat out, when it gets right down, disowned her. And as someone who has lots of uh, who has a good amount of friends who are bi or gay or 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 trans or just friends in the LGBT community, um, and someone who's often uh, <laughs> uh, shocked um, when people ask, like, "Oh, like you're not gay?" And it's like, "No, really, yeah, that's shocking." But um, what I found interesting about this movie is that it doesn't really come right out and go organized religion is bad. But it does really point out how a lot of people do use organized religion to go ahead and justify their hatred or their 
um, their lack of acceptance towards something. And you could sub this in for race, you could sub this in for class, but the the route that's taken here is for is for organized religion. And I think what's so fascinating about that is that, um, especially in the political climate that we're in, um, you <laughs> you can really draw the parallels to to, to, to Trump to uh, Rachel Weisz's uh, uh, father in here. So the movie starts off, right in, in, so I'm not spoiling anything here. Um, uh, Ronit, um, who's Rachel Weisz's character, the movie opens up with her father, uh, who's a rabbi, um, having a heart attack, and it's it's pretty crazy. He's up there just preaching and reading and, and reading, and before you know it, boom, just heart attack. It was really crazy way it opened the movie, but uh, Rachel Weisz's character, uh, Ronit, she has been living in New York, uh, I, I believe they say for about 10 years, I think. Um, they may not say the time, but they say that she's been away from home, which is London in this case, for a while. And so she comes back for the funeral, and she runs back into Rachel McAdams, who plays uh, Etsy, who got married to their childhood friend, uh, uh, David uh, Cooperman, who's played by uh, Alessandro uh, Nivola. I probably butchered that. I apologize. But the thing about this movie that's so um, interesting, and I, I remember he was in Selma, too, and uh, I, 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 don't, um, I don't remember him having a huge part, but I remember him being in American Hustle, too. Um, the guy's a hell of an actor, and this is kind of a, a movie for him, to get the show out um the thing about this film that is really going to rub people the wrong way and i can't stress that enough is that it does take a magnifying glass to organize religion and the fact that i mean i've had friends i i still remember and i won't say the name of the church but a church in uh the hometown where i grew up there was a girl who flat out said that uh, gay people were uh, demon possessed and i remember for a fact that being really me going that that, that kind of triggered me to go yeah I don't, I don't really like church anymore <laughs> and in this movie does have a lot of i mean some extreme stuff that's said um there's a point where um ronnie is at dinner uh she goes well her uh her birth name is ronnie but she goes by ronnie new york uh, she's a photographer out there, and I, I believe it's her, uh, her aunt and her uncles. She's at dinner, and they're asking her, you know, well, why, why do you go by Ronnie? Uh, you should be proud of your name, and in just the way that, and I'm not making a blanket statement here. Before people go in the, in the comment section, go, you're a jackass. Um, but how a lot of people that I've grown up with and have seen on the outside looking in, uh religious people do really go, you know, this is the way it's supposed to be. This is how it's written in the Bible. This is how it's written in the Quran. I mean, you can sub in your own religion um, for uh, for it, but this is the way things are. And, you know, and they even tell her that, oh, you're out in New York taking photographs and kind of living a, this wild lifestyle, but, you know, you're supposed to ha uh, settle down with a man and, and have kids. and That's the way it's supposed to be. And the I think it's about 45 minutes in. The movie is very much a slow burn. And I think that if there is... And I don't even consider it a complaint. I think some people will just kind of be turned off by that. 
it's a solid probably 45 minutes of it laying the foundation, but then what you get for sitting there and, and absorbing the atmosphere and paying attention to how it sets up the players and everything, I think it more than rewards you for taking your time with it but and uh, really absorbing it. But uh, one of the first things that Ronnie says is, oh, um, well, in this moment goes, oh, well, is that how it's supposed to be or is that how the institution wants it to be? And that itself is such a question that you can break down as far as, oh, is being married, popping out a couple kids, is that what women are supposed to do? Uh, I don't think so. I think what's interesting that the movie points out is how society in general really does make women feel lesser than who don't have kids. I mean, I have friends that say, you know, I don't want to have kids. I want to focus on me and my career, or my husband or my wife or, um, or, or whatever, fill in the blank. And how society really does put women through the ringer, not just for how they look, but how they should present themselves, but also how they should act and kind of their quote unquote, their role. And I love seeing how Ronnie is really just telling them basically in the nicest way to fuck off because she's living her best life and how she doesn't have to listen to anybody. And that alone will create conflict because I, if there's one thing you can't say about religion, religion doesn't like uh, religions in general don't like when you rock the boat. And there's a lot of boat rocking in this movie between um, between Ronnie and uh, and uh, and Etsy. Um, Rachel McAdams plays a teacher in this movie, and I, I think what I found so interesting about her is that she has conformed to that role, um, not really because she wanted to, but more out of guilt. Um, she talks about there's a point where her and uh, Ronnie are walking. And she flat out asks her, why did you marry, why did you get, why did you get married? Why did you, you know, why did you stop fighting? And she goes point blank that the church told her that she was sick, which, you know, they don't come out and say pray the gay away, but that's essentially what they told her to do. And how she really settled into that role more out of guilt, more uh, because of guilt, not because of want. And I found that just heartbreaking and even the look that Rachel McAdams gives Ronnie is just kind of this this look of hopelessness where Ronnie is able to go come and go as she pleases because she got out of that town and well not got out she thrown out essentially but how um she really didn't have a choice in the matter or if she did um it really felt like that was taken away from her just from uh, the church, but from the whole small town as a whole, just kind of bearing down on her. Um, one line in this movie that I just genuinely love is when Ronnie is talking to Etsy and she goes, women change their names for, I'm paraphrasing here, but women change their uh, last names for the husband. And when they do that, your history disappears. And I went, you know, I never thought about it like that and how marriage, I mean, some people say that marriage is still you know, about enslaving women, which I, I think that's, I mean, that's a bit extreme, um, but I will not argue that, I mean, when marriage, you know, a hundred, couple hundred years ago, I mean, even still where there's arranged marriages, um, sometimes it is done not with the woman in mind, it's done strictly, as terrible as this is to say, um, 
almost like a business transaction, which is fucking horrible. And the thing about Etsy's character, uh, Rachel McAdams' Etsy, is that she's just so broken. So when she sees uh, Ronnie, she sees that hope to kind of escape what she has become, not through any fault of her own, but just through pressure. And it's just, it's a, it's a very loving story as far as it being a love story between two of them. But it's also about redemption for Etsy. It's about redemption for Ronnie for, for going back to a place where she was, he probably left, he left in a state of fear and coming back and not being fearful, even though she lost her father and has lost so much being able to come back and stand true and be um, able to stand her convictions and not be swayed by what is being uh, what's being thrown at her. I, I found that so powerful. Um, so the, the 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 writer and the uh, director of this, uh, he's only done a few films, um, and I'm butcher this too. Uh, Sebastian uh, Leo. Um, this movie's fantastic, and, and, and like I said, he's only done a couple films, and. I thought he just knocked this out of the park. I hope, and I really mean this, I hope Rachel McAdams does get a Best Supporting Actress nomination because I think she deserves it. I think you can make a case also for Rachel Weisz for getting a Best Supporting, uh, or for getting a Best Actress nomination. I don't know how, who would get top billing. I would assume Rachel Weisz. But um, just kind of going through some of the things here that just... Um, that, that just really shook me. Um, I told you a couple lines already, but um, um, there is a love scene in here between Rachel McAdams and, uh, and uh, oh my God, why am I blanking on her name? Uh, and Rachel Wise. And what I will say about it is, you know, obviously seeing two girls kiss, not the worst thing in the world, but what I found um, not, like nice about it is that it, it wasn't over-sexualized. Well, take something like Blue's the Warmest Color. I think it's a really good romantic movie. I think it's done very well. But I will be the first to admit, I thought the sex scenes in that did get to a point where it wasn't about the story. It was more, it was more spectacle, if that if that makes sense. And I think that kind of in itself took away from the movie. There's one, only really one love scene between the two of them. It's not super graphic it's um it's definitely intense but it 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 came across way more tasteful than something like uh blues uh blues warmest color which i did appreciate and so i almost enhanced the movie for me because i kind of was sitting there going oh here we go and they really did kind of take the high road with it and didn't uh trivialize it and didn't make it feel like a gimmick which in this day and age, I think with one of these movies it is way harder to do, um, which it shouldn't be, but I, I, I think it is. Um, what I will say in closing, like I said, the first 45 minutes, it is definitely groundwork. It's it's a little slow, but it kind of needs to be for how dense of a subject this movie is taking on. So I think the movie should really be uh, praised for that. I think these two women... Because while, you know, the rabbi's in there, this really is almost a two-woman play between Rachel Weiss and Rachel McAdams. I think they just stepped up and just knocked this out of the park and really brought the director's vision to life. And this is something that you really can debate as far as 
um, how much pressure does religion put on people a lot and uh, and you know really where it, someone's breaking point can be as far as them trying to just live their lives and live with the guilt that a lot of churches do put on people um, as far as a grade th- I'm going to give this a solid A. I do reserve the right to change my grade. Uh, I think this will end up on my wor- uh, on my best, not my worst stuff, on my best stuff. I really enjoyed the hell out of this. I think Rachel McAdams really showed out. I think Rachel uh, Weiss also just shows, hey, you know, just because I don't act a lot doesn't mean I still can't. And this is something I would be definitely tell people, just as far as taking something slow and really being able to dig into the character- characters that you're trying to portray this is a movie that shows you how to do that and it absolute thumbs up to both these women who really went all out for this movie and didn't hold anything back so guys um have you seen disobedience let us know what you thought in the comments below you can follow us on itunes soundcloud and google play music at the real pineapple go ahead and give us a star rating hopefully you give us five stars let us know what you like about the podcast what you don't like Love to hear from you guys. Um, you can like us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at JHunterRealPineapple. You can follow our bud Scott on Twitter at NearmanTheFirst. And you can follow Colin on Twitter at the Real O'Neal. Uh Guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll have a review up this weekend for uh, a, house with a, clock, uh, a House with a Clock in the Walls. And we'll have a review up as well for the Captain Marvel trailer I dropped today. I... Uh, I'm definitely going to be watching that a couple more times. I've probably watched it 10 times already. But I'm, I will just say I'm excited for that movie. But uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Take care.